You're listening to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, you sound just like it. Yeah. Hey. Hi, everybody. Happy episode eight. Yeah, happy episode eight, everyone. Oh, man. We are so uh, glad to be here with you yet again. Yet again, here we are, gathered as fronds to discuss the most important topics there are with uh, our fun fans and friends. Hey, Tara, before we get too far into things, is there anything you want to tell the people about fun things you've been doing lately in the past day or so? Oh, I mustn't. I, I... I am now a candle maker. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Look, I've taken up uh, during this time. I think we've had a little time to expand upon our dreams. And I may have ordered all the things in the world that make candles. All yes. the things. I may have ordered and crafted and curated some unique Lovely sense. I may have thought up the greatest idea for yes. candles that I've never seen before, and I hope that I'm right. No spoilers. No spoilers. But, but if it works, if it works, everyone, you're on the ground floor, okay? You can, <laughs> you can invest in this great new candle venture uh, that I'm doing as a fun little side, side hustle, side craft. Uh, the company is called Alchemy and Fortune. Ooh. And it's a little Etsy shop. It'll be fun. I'll tell you more when we get there, but we're testing the candles today. Yeah, this is just the start. This is the start of a journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think they're going to be really cool. There's two different versions of these things, and I can't say more about it until we make sure everything works. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about it, and I think it'll be fun. I think it's a fun little project. I've been doing so much work during this strange time we're in, and so is, so is Rance. We've been working quite a bit leading classes and um, lectures and just sort of strange and unique and fun virtual gigs. Yeah. But since our performance life is, is I, I don't want to say limited, but it is limited, but it's, it's definitely different. Definitely different. It, we, we, we really hit a craft window. <laughs> and yeah. Tara, Tara started with her candles and from the first two candles that she made it looked like very successful and yeah, great and i believe as we might have discussed in a prior episode i i've got some stuff to do epoxy and my success was a little bit on the uh, learning side no of way. things don't you dare don't you dare say that about yourself we haven't even seen the result of it yet number one mm. you just poured his first epoxy today i was i just looked at it and it's Basically, I rushed things, and uh, you have to, if you want certain things to be in epoxy at certain places, you pour it, you let it sit, you let it harden, and then you pour a little bit more. I rushed it, and everything that I put in there floated to the top, which is, oddly enough, the bottom of the actual piece. Oh, yeah. So I'll have, like, a little garbage pyramid as a piece of art. <laughs> oh, everyone gather around the garbage pyramid and just set your intentions. Mm-hmm. Look, when people go to meditate... They need a garbage pyramid to put their 
their ugly stuff into. Everyone talks about putting their good intentions into like epoxy pyramids or like sitting with meditation and getting all the good in you. But what if you need to get the garbage out? Maybe this is what your pyramids are for. Yeah. What if you just need like something to make you feel better about your life because you can just by looking at it know that your life is better than the thing you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's what our art is for. You know what's fun? Um, you know what's here's something that Rance is doing that I think is unfair to himself. So I'm sort of I'm sort of giving him a wagging finger in the old camera here as we're recording oh, this. Oh, wagging the finger. Ooh, sit down, Rance. Because here's the funny thing about Rance that if you don't know Rance personally, you wouldn't know this. But Rance is earnestly good at almost everything he touches like he has a skill that if he sits down and he's like you know what i might try welding all of a sudden he'll like weld the most beautiful thing or if he's like you know what i think i could do i might make a, a i might make a forge and and just uh did i say it wrong i might make no, a, all right okay i'm gonna make a forge and just see if i can i don't know like figure out this uh, how to make rings and then all of a sudden he does it like basically if it's an old skill an old timey skill. Yeah. Rance is great at it to the point that it's strange, almost like he's from a different time where it's like, oh yeah, I, I work at the old, the mill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This yeah, is like, thank you for that. We, we talked about this at, at, in depth in another episode, so I don't want to go too far back down that road, but thank you for being very supportive of my craft like endeavors. Yeah, I'm all for it, except for Rance knows there's one thing off limits in the house and he can't have any giant stabbers. No stabbers. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know, a stabber would mean, like, I don't necessarily want a bunch of daggers hanging on our wall in our house. And I'm not that person that's like, oh, hon, get your get your toys out of here in your man cave. I hate, I hate even faking this person that I'm yeah. playing. Uh, but I, I do think that having swords on a wall is an aesthetic that I don't love. Yeah. How's that? How's that? That's that's fair. Judgment. And I, I've only done blacksmithing twice and I, I don't have the means just quite yet to do it myself at home, but I've made two things and just one of them is a stabber. <laughs> so already uh, out of the top two things, one of them, but it was part of a class and that was what everyone was making. So it wasn't like I could be like, can I make this a spatula instead? <laughs> Yes. Could you make a giant stabbing spatula for us instead? Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. But yeah, we're we're sort of taking a little time. Uh, typically, we I'll tell you what, I, this is a fortunate thing. But as performers, we were working like 60 to 80 hour weeks prior to March. So now when we're like, oh, we're working about 40 hours and we're, we have time to take a, a thing called a walk. Yeah. Just stuff like that. It's been it's been an interesting time. Um, for that, for that reason alone, I think that we've just sort of seen the world on its side in in a unique way during this time of what else, what else is out there for us. Even though things aren't awesome right now, it's been a time to sort of reevaluate how we spend our time, which is which is some something cool. I think. Yeah. I hope I hope lots of people are getting that opportunity. I know our dogs love it. They are not quite sure what to do with us. They. Our, our dog, we have two dogs, Clark and Addison, and Clark is just like been wagging his tail way more. Look, Clark is the sweetest, sweetest little support dog in the whole entire world. And prior to shelter in place, could not wag. 
he just did not know how to work that thing. It yeah. was, it looked like a puppet stringed sort of marionette tail that if he did it, it was just sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wagging in the wrong direction or he every now and then shows affection that way. But he often just kind of gives you like a loving look and doesn't know what to do with his tail. And during this time, the past couple months, he's been wagging like a champ and I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just like, why are you two not on the road touring? I guess I'll give that a wag. He's yeah. figured it out. He's cracked the code. Cracking that code. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. So I know I know everyone out there is just doing their best, and I hope you're fighting the good fight for lots of things right now that are necessary of our time, necessary of our energy and time and things we should be doing that are awesome. But I hope you're also getting a little self-care time if yeah. you, you can muster it, even an hour or something a week, just to kind of take a minute with yourself. Because I guess Rance and I are learning that we like old-timey crafts. Yeah. And if you're taking a moment or two for yourself right now and you're choosing to do it with us, hey, thanks a lot. We're, we're getting this, this podcast going. It's, uh, we're getting to the point where uh, more and more people are, are enjoying it and we're having fun with that. And we might even have, uh, I don't know, people might even start advertising on this thing. One might even show up right here. Woo! But maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> Additionally... We might have guests on every now and then coming in to argue their point on a debatable. Hey, if you haven't listened and you're jumping in right now, why? Why are you jumping out in this oh, episode? Oh, go to the start. But but I but I'm happy you're here. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I just it's funny that you're like, I guess I'll do eight. However, we might have some guest stars on soon from all over the world doing improvisation and comedy stuff themselves often or like old guest stars from our life that we love and love and adore and they're going to jump in to do a debatable or two what's a debatable you say hey tara what's a what's a debatable <laughs> uh debatable is a topic or hypothetical mm. that rant and i have received submitted to our site by the way it's not a show.com if you submit there and turn in a debatable from our friends or fans across the world, we'll try to wrestle it out and figure out how we feel about it or where we stand on the debatable. Each we sure will. Tara's got a huge stack of debatables. and back so, of debatables. Uh, back of and so far, uh, the way it's been working is I don't know what they are, and she does. And uh, I'm hoping to change that at some point just because it's like, man, that's you've submitted a lot of them. And that's a lot of things to keep tally of. So flip that script some point. But as it stands, uh, Tara's got enough for the, I don't know, first hundred episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, but let's keep them rolling. We're cracking these things out and it's fun to talk. So why not? And you know what? It's a fun way to hear from uh, fans of the podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Also, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. All that stuff. We'll talk about that probably at the end again. If we don't, it's happening now. Thank you for subscribing. We're in the top 50 podcasts and comedy and improv in the US of A and the UK. So thank you so much for listening if you're in those places. And if you're from somewhere else, hey, welcome. Thank welcome. You. Thank you for submitting. Let's get to the debatables. Do you think it's time? Let's get to the debatables. Hey, dog. Let's hit up question number one. Woo! One rants debatable number one comes to us from Kelly Jennings. Oh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Kelly poses this thing cats, are they gods or aliens? 
cats are the gods or aliens. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if those are the only two choices. That's all you get. I mean, we obviously know that they are, surprise, cats. Right. But additionally, I think we know the spirit of this debatable, which is cats are weird. And for some reason, <laughs> if we're going to go after the energy that cats possessed, is it godlike energy or is it alien-like energy? Well, here's a here's a hot spoiler. I think they're both. I think that uh, that like, if we're talking about gods, uh, that I I feel like you know I've watched enough ancient aliens, uh, and uh, I feel like you know if if there's all these uh, connections to gods that people saw, especially like cat makes me think of like Egyptian. It's like you know they're just maybe it was just aliens that were coming down and had higher technology and everyone was like whoa check out that and it's like where are they i guess they're gods oh you mean like people with spaceships yeah i think it's one and the same i think uh it's it's up in up in space right now there's a ship and it's just being manned or actually it's being catted uh because it's being run by cats <laughs> it's all aliens uh, but they have powers above our, past our technology, so they are gar- godlike in nature. <laughs> I don't know that you can. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I think that what your answer leans is alien because mm-hmm. uh, you're sort of making aliens akin to a godlike energy. Yes, but you're saying they're from another time. They're from a different planet altogether. If they're from a there different time, they'd be traveling back. Thanks for filling in the blank. And they also have like, you know, cats have limited immortality. Uh, they they have nine <laughs> lives. <laughs> limited immortality. They are immortal eight additional times. For a for a certain amount of times. I understand. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So you say both? You think you're going to give, you think you're going to cop out and you're going to say both on a question? I'm saying they're alien, but I'm saying that with like a, a lot of the myth mythos of beliefs and legends and lore that uh, there's some, some possibilities that those, uh, those people with powers that uh, were considered gods aren't people at all. They're just visitors from other planets. Okay. They're other world to you. Yes. Great. Plus like think of the way that they uh, uh, meow, you know, can you go on about that? <laughs> nope, that's all I got. <laughs> Next question. Meow. Oh, why? What does that mean? What does meow? What does the meowing have to do with the alien part? It doesn't have anything to do with it. But uh, try to make it like that. <laughs> well, I do know that like it's it's all a con. Like there's this famous video what? I've seen. It's a con. They're like they're like they know that meow is like what we like to hear. But I've seen the video of a cat in a window taunting a dog it's in the window going oh oh and the person that's filming it is like kind of sneaking up and it turns and looks at the it turns and looks at the person and as it turns and looks at the person it goes oh and it switches back to meow like like oh crap we're not supposed to let the creatures of this planet know time that we out. know how to mimic. Okay, time out. Number one, I've seen this video. It is impressive. It's funny to watch. The dog or the cat is clearly barking at a dog as a cat and then turns into a cat when it's been caught by its human viewer. 
which is very, very funny and perplexing. Agreed. However, it's a con. The con language that you're using is such a funny way to say, like the cat has a long con on tricking us that a meow is how they communicate. I don't think it's a hustler. I think this one cat got caught and it was doing an unusual thing like a parakeet or, or not a parakeet a macaw could imitate a human's voice maybe this cat had perfected how to mess with its vocal cords but i don't know if it's well, a long con for all cats it is because they like oh. all cats do that and the way just the guilt and shame that this was on this cat's face as it was like oh uh, we're not supposed to let humans know that we can do more than just standard cat sounds no, it's like it I don't it's, think it was guilt or shame. I think that cat was like, oh, sure. It wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it felt guilty. I think it was super nervous that it was walked up on. I don't think there was any shame attached. Well, I think it was like red-handed. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> same. Maybe guilt and shame isn't it, but it's definitely like it was busted and it knew it was going to have to, it was going to have to answer to the feline elite that, uh, are running a almost uh, Masonic temple-like um, Illuminati, <laughs> but just for cats. And they've been pulling it off for years and years. And this one cat, like like now that technology's here, these cats are starting to blow it, you know? Uh, and... Uh... <laughs> I... This... <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the kind of debatable, uh, yeah, deep diving that I like to do with you. And mm -hmm. I do think, I think you're right. I, to some degree, I understand the energy here. I do think everyone should quickly Google this cat that's been red pawed barking at another dog because it's very, it's very funny. And it's very like, yeah. it, you mess with your brain. It's super weird. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's like when the cats are around each other, they can they can make whatever sounds they want. But if they're around other species, then it's like, oh, don't let them know. It's like I saw some video early on. I don't remember who it was. I remember it was a woman, and it was in like it was some. Uh, it was a woman, woman in the Republican Party, and was speaking at an event. And as she was at the podium speaking, she threw a like a like Heil hand. And then like quickly retracted it as as if she forgot oh i'm not or just around the people that this is okay with i'm in public and that's what that cat was like i'm like oh, oh. Because, this is a lot this is a lot this is a lot this is a lot i think the one you're speaking about was the woman from extra uh meaning the tv show extra that flashed a white power sign the okay sign at a podium when she was speaking at their like a Republican Trump convention. Do you, she did this on camera and then like kind of sat there for a second and was like, uh oh, like she forgot kind of that. It could have been intentional, but she just definitely threw a, a white power sign when she did not think other people besides the people that would agree with her would be watching. Is that the one you're talking about or something else? I don't think so. I think it's as I described it, it was way more than the white power sign. And uh, oh. yeah, and like totally busted and just like the cat she probably knew that she was gonna have to speak to the elite of Time her out. illuminati <laughs> that's a really bad rap here in a way that i mean i don't know if they have the equivalency of what your story holds i know that's not what you're trying to say but you're mm -hmm. saying the 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 uh the cottonness of it was the same level the red podness of it mm -hmm. the same level
it makes me also think of uh, squid, like giant squid, how they, the big ones that live super deep who are we're just barely now barely getting caught on camera. But that, that is, there's been scientific work where they would put a tracker on a squid mm-hmm. and be like, where, okay, where does it go? And the other squid would destroy the squid with the tracker. It's like the squid would know something's up with this one. You can't be, you, you're toast. And I feel like more so than cats, squid are aliens. I think, okay, well, that's not the question. This is a great, this is, <laughs> I think we went off on some tracks here, which is fine. That's the point of the show, I suppose. However, uh, if we have to talk about squid, yeah, squid are aliens. Octopi are aliens. Yes. 100%. 100% vote. Don't even turn to that debatable fans because the answer is 100% alien. I feel bad when I see like an octopus get killed because I think, uh, I know people yeah. like to eat octopus and so I don't, I don't eat seafood anyway, but but I when I see that happen, I feel bad for them because they're so smart and it makes me feel like, oh no, like I think we just killed something from a different planet. <laughs> they're so like yeah. so wily and strange and they know how to like operate things and um like unscrew jars and live in certain spots that we can't get to and just really really cool weird stuff use tools they know how to yeah. use tools i came up on some squid when i was snorkeling once and there were about 11 of them and they were all side by side in a row evenly spaced like a foot apart from each other from largest to smallest like all facing me they were in a lineup they were they were all in a lineup but I was like, I was like swimming, looking at fish and I saw, what is this? And then I went and they were lit. They were all from largest to smallest, a foot apart, side by side in a line. And I was like, this, it was insane. It was like nothing, nothing I'd ever seen about squid behavior or expected a squid behavior. The usual, the usual suspects. Yeah. Usual suspects. The usual squid specs. Yes. The usual squid specs. <laughs> so anyway. Are cats gods and felines? I think uh, are cats gods or felines? Definitely felines. <laughs> oh, one box is checked. They are felines. There we go. Okay. <laughs> are cats gods or aliens? I think they're more like aliens, just like I think squids are aliens. Alien squids have ink. Ink is in pens. So what's my preference? I prefer ink pens to pencils. What was the question? Oh. <laughs> Can I give my answer now? Oh, yeah. Gods. Next question. <laughs> Why do you think gods? I think gods because I, it might be the, like, pharaoh association that I have with them. Yeah. The, basically, like, the Egyptian sort of energy, which, again, ties into your alien I mean, there, there's some there's some interesting overlap here, which I understand why you've answered the way you have, because I think when we look at things like old societies or <clears throat> buried worlds sort of stuff, Rance, Rance occasionally watches Ancient Aliens, like he mentioned here. And it's it was, I'll tell you this, at first it was a gag. Like when Rance started watching it, he was like, look at this guy. He can't get enough of talking about these theories. And we had a great time watching the guy with high hair. I sorry, I don't know your name. Yeah, I still can't. Uh, I can never remember it. I don't know, but he's such a joy, and he's always like, "Oh man, there's there's stuff everywhere." The, the societies, man. He's like that kind of energy, and we watched it as a goof, 
because it was fun to watch and, and think about things. And then Rand started leaning in real hard to the old ancient aliens and kind of going down the conspiracy well, mostly, again, for fun or, or leisure. But uh, it's just funny to think that maybe it's sort of stuck because I do think some things that are interesting about that show are the societies that have been lost to time or have transformed over time, you know, like the Atlantises or what else would you name here? Like uh, Mayans. Mayans, uh, Pompeii, um, like like cities that have disappeared. Yeah, disappeared, disintegrated, whatever. And I think that, you know, Egyptians and, and Pharaoh's tombs and things like that that have been studied for so long and have only only fractions of things known about how they were designed or etc. I feel like cats are really closely tied to that to me, whether they <laughs> were more prevalent or not. They're certainly in the lore of that time. So yeah. I think I tend to tie them to like Pharaoh King-like God-like, you know, depending on what your aff- affiliation with the Pharaoh is of like, if you think of Ra as a, you know, <clears throat> a God or Pharaoh's as a, a t- person that's touched by or, picked by a god i tend to like couple cats with that there's something like strange about them that feels mystic so i think maybe that might be my answer is that they feel sort of mystic so i make them godlike in my head they're real pissy little gods oh they're pissy little gods yeah 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 i mean Uh. yeah but that's i think that's why i don't know if i'd say alien although anything with like an eye like that i always am like where'd you come from yeah. Like goats. Goats have that sort of diamond sliver eye that I always am curious about. They've got that like uh hourglass pupil. Oh yeah, the hourglass pupil. Yeah. Not the uh yeah. Not Sauron, but like hourglass. No, you're thinking of snakes. Yeah, I am thinking of snakes. I, I do I'm thinking about snakes, Rance. Snakes I don't know either. All these it's interesting that every every animal we're bringing up has like this weird weird quotient to it you know i don't think dogs are aliens does that make sense there's something more yeah about their faces that feel more grounded in our <laughs> in our place but when you think about like cats snakes goats octopi squid mm-hmm. or anything else like this um i'm trying to think of any unusual another unusual thing a lot of things like you said in like deep ocean probably they all feel like sort of alien or godlike yeah i think that like we're doing a pretty good job at at sussing out this planet but i feel like there's a lot of theories that are probably i've read i i can't name any but i know i've read of things that, like people used to think this but it's not it's this it's been proven that it's this whatever there's been so many archaeologists and scientists that have like come up with ways to describe things that they've discovered that later get disproven. Mm-hmm. Like even that that where our heart is, is where people thought like the brain was before oh, yeah. really digging in and learning about anatomy. We got a lot to learn. Got a lot to learn. Got a lot to learn out there, everybody. Got a lot to learn. I feel like Rance and I, even though we're fairly playful, are fairly intellectual humans. And I'll tell you what, I do like thinking about this stuff, even if it's on a silly level it is i'm not sure i mean i think that i i'll tell you what i think the spirit of this debatable was posed to us because people are giant fans of cats and they want to think i mean i would assume that kelly jennings who turned this debatable in is a major fan of a cat lots of people love cats you know we could get a debatable that's like cats or dogs a classic 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 classic, classic y'all 
classic my chicago accent came out but classic classic, classic. debate however I do think there is a strange quality to cats, and I think maybe people think, oh, they must be gods or aliens because I love them. I think that cats, whether they are or are not, cats think they're gods. I agree. Like, they're like, oh, you want this tchotchke on this fireplace mantle? Uh, I'm a god. (laughs) I say no. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the answer we give is, do cats think they're gods or do cats think they're aliens? And the answer is definitely cats think they're gods for me. Um, yeah. And maybe, they're, maybe their fans also find them to be gods. But I understand why Rance would say alien too because of the way they behave yeah. or seem to be. Okay. I feel satisfied with that answer. Great. And I'm also defining essentially alien at, aliens as gods. So like we don't fully disagree we, and we don't fully agree. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just kind of agree. Oh. Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Debatable. Number two. Debatable. Number two. Rance, I struggle with this one because I don't know the answer to it. So I I hang in there. I'll let you know. Okay. I hope you do. I hope you have the answer. Okay. From Kara Pittman in Seabus, Ohio. Okay. (laughs) I.O. How does an island not just float away? How does an island not just float away? Yeah. Hmm. I think, let me, let me tell you the context of what I believe the question to be, although I don't have any more information than you have. Okay. I think it's it's a how does land stay in one place? Well, I mean, what do you think it is? I mean, you said you don't have an answer. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, like I, I remember watching Let's Go Let's Go Minimal first. Okay. I, I feel like we've watched a couple of things about how bridges get built. And that is um, sort of a, we'll say it's a step to the island question because when you watch bridges get built, you know, there's a certain amount that there needs to be positioning in the earth's crust. Mm-hmm. I don't know, earth, I don't know, land, land deep uh, where cement might be poured and then stationed so that you can fill it and then you make a, a flat bridge on top of that. And I, I kind of struggle with bridge making because I don't understand how deep maybe a bridge's concrete or whatever the, the frame is, how yeah. deep it could go and still be stable. Interesting. And I struggle with bridge making because I don't understand how they can, while underwater, get a cement foundation to solidify to hold things in place. Yes. I, I had the same question before I watched a little mini documentary about that. And I don't really complain. This is why I don't make bridges, okay? Yeah. This is the only reason. Look, there's a there's a million reasons I should, and this is the only reason I don't. Uh, I don't know exactly why or how something hardens under the water. I think it's essentially what we would say on a small level is like a mold that's put into place, and then there's pouring at, at levels. Kind of like the resin work you're doing now, it's like over time you build level to level. Well, if it's like the resin work I'm doing now, this bridge is screwed. <laughs> Sorry, bridge. Bye-bye. Yeah, so, let's, so all, all I'm saying with this comparison, just to start us off, is I don't know how the bridge doesn't 
basically become unstable or float away, sure. if that makes sense. So, so when it comes to land, I'm not talking about Pangea or like how land masses floated apart. I, I think she's asking once stationary or mostly stationary and only traveling blah, blah yards a year, let's say from, you know, east or west or north or south. How does a island stay stationary? Well, I, uh, it's, it, we've been talking about bridges. Imagine, if you will, that we didn't have to like make a mold or, and pour cement in or whatever. But if the mold just sort of came up out of the ground and made itself, that's pretty much what islands are. It's you've got the tech, plate tectonics of the planet mm -hmm. and breaks in the crust happen and, and magma flows up and then cools and turns into stuff and goes mm -hmm. process by process and underground volcanoes and what have you that that like Hawaii is a good example of islands that uh, mm -hmm. while they seem like they're just out in the middle of the ocean they're they're very well attached to a, a tectonic plate as are all islands it's not just like an island is a boat where it's like there's all these palm trees and the sand and stuff and if you swim you can go all the way underneath and go all the way across <laughs> as know. it floats it's not a pancake on the water but i think yeah. maybe she's asking about continental drift like when something shifts does it ever break away from the thing that it came from so if magma is Let's say there's eruptions under the water and this volcano forms into to magma, then land. And then we have that. If there's a breakage of that magma or a breakage of the land, would it have more drift? Is there a possibility of drift if there's no connection to the thing it came from? Well, it's. I don't think there'd be a thing that would disconnect from the plate the tectonic plate that it's on like uh you we went to iceland and i remember one thing that was hell yeah that we learned about there all i although i don't think we learned it while we were there i think it, we saw it on a special like some travel special there's a part there's a place in the island where the island is split in half because it's mm -hmm. on two yeah. separate plates and there's this place where there's this sort of small canyon Mm -hmm. Those particular plates are spreading apart from each other at, I forget how much they said, it was like a centimeter a year or something like that. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough to be over like a hundred years. It's goes, goes a uh, far distance. Whereas you get to uh, like California and all the earthquakes are caused there because two plates are going into each other. Yes. There's a fault line. I, I understand what you're saying here and i i guess the fundamental question would be so we we would assume uh, from what we know and what we've seen and what we've learned that every island is the top of an underwater mountain does yes. that make like if i had to, if i had to say it in a clear a clear term yes the tectonic plate underneath erupted made this land and what we're seeing of it is just like what we would see of an iceberg there's only a certain amount we see above water and there's much more below same kind of thing but it's attached to the plate now that being said is there any way that the top of the mountain can separate from the bottom of the mountain i don't know that it can separate from the bottom of the mountain but the bottom of the mountain can get screwed up and everything gets affected like probably yes. what happened with atlantis the, the the theories are some catastrophic event 
like an asteroid or something probably hit ravaged some tectonic and then it caused a crack on the tectonic plate and maybe it shifted maybe it went underwater i mean the theory is it's underwater would the island then sink the island would sink but not just the part above the water line it's like everything would sink. everything would sink or everything would it would it could split in half like iceland is but then it's like oh no it moved a quarter of a centimeter ah but as there's probably some point where if two plates get far enough apart the molten core of the planet could come out that we're always floating around is kind of creepy agreed yeah totally i mean there's so much about earth that's like delightfully wonderfully creepy i mean when you think about why the perfect storm of what how it works is incredible and when you think about what do i want to say i i guess i keep i'm leaning back to pangea right because that's that's like what people think about when they think of this continental drift that formed the globe as the way we know it well (laughs) the globe as it is not the way we know it because maps are always wrong Uh, so uh that being said (laughs) when now that now that pangea has split and caused these continents to be separate and islands to be formed how did that uh you're, you're you're saying that's what made that happen too is is tectonic plates sort of splitting and floating away yeah i i don't have an answer for why there's why there's <laughs> the amount of water there is and why it's ice and why it's why it's not but it's like if we were pangea and we were this huge thing was there always just water or now does this go in between it's like i don't know man i don't know i i guess i don't know if it's yeah causation of water movement or if it's like the mantle of the earth or if it's what made this thing fraction up but i mean that's not the question we've got thank goodness we don't have to be pangea experts yeah. I remember it from school a little bit but i don't really necessarily know what the current take is on how it became the way it became turning into two continents i think it was uh however islands staying still is just because there are mountains from underground that poke up above the water yeah, and if something happens to the that entire mountain, then the island goes away. Then they go away. Like like if you think of Mount St. Helens or I will. Think about it. And, or uh Pompeii's probably a, a better example because it was a an extremely huge explosion. There's old plates and stuff that show what the mountain looked like and it had a very tall, spiky peak and it's that's gone. Uh, so if if the island is volcanic and it erupts is on a level of Pompeii or uh, what's the what's the Greece one Santorini, mm-hmm. then it's then it's like Santorini is a good example. Uh, I almost want to look up the map, but I'm not going to. Uh, it's like this crescent shaped oh, yeah. uh, island, but it's it's basically one huge crater of a volcano, and all the town and everything is built on the remains of this volcano. So that was a big island where a lot of it disappeared when it erupted. You know what's so strange? Number one, we've said Pompeii twice on this episode, which I don't think we've ever talked about that before. So funny that it came up regarding old worlds and aliens and cats. And it's coming up now in in reference to islands. 
but also just for fun, just for fun. You know, what do you guys do for fun? Uh, we looked up the the plagues last week, Rance and I did, when we were drinking our morning coffee, just because we were curious about what the causation of the plagues were. Mm-hmm. We, like I'm talking like locusts and darkness and the river running blood and all yeah. the, the biblical plagues. Not bubonic plague. No, no, no. The the biblical plagues. And we were just curious about like what people thought the causation was for many of them. And there was a lot of, of a few scholars that said that the explosion of Santorini caused a number of the plagues back in biblical era, which was what was it? Rant? It was like the the explosion from Santorini caused the waters to turn have an algae that turned red. Yeah, it changed the the alkaline level of the water and made it. Maybe algae took over, made it red, but because the alkaline level was too high, all the frogs left. Frogs, tadpoles turned into frogs quickly because stress causes tadpoles to evolve quickly to their adult state. So they think that the plague of frogs is because everything was hopping out of the water quicker than it would have been a normal cycle of tadpoles. The oils that came from frogs were because of possibly frogs and basically like sea life infecting humans. So they have, was it from frogs? I think that frogs were part of it because they were dying and they were like dying in mass numbers because they were out of the water. I thought you said it was from the larva, like something grew, something was growing in the water that wasn't there before. And the boils were basically little tiny larva inside the flesh. Ugh. Goo, goo, goo. Are you having a fun road trip? Are you having a good jog? Are you making some dinner? Have fun with this nightmare. <laughs> Have fun with this nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just is it's just interesting that there's so many things that are caused by earthquakes or shifting of plates or sort of these these mountains that have been caused by friction in a mantle yeah uh are are affecting a lot of our answers today that's funny dang well 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 well, well. I, I didn't tie those two together i did not see them having any any through line but fun that they did yeah, yeah. pompeii is super cool too i got uh, i was lucky enough to get to go there a couple times and it's like that civilization ended in like 99 a.d and they had plumbing there's like it was basically they took a sheet of lead and bent it around and then pinched the end. But it was like there were pipes along the roadways that would carry water. The houses and tile work were every. It was like all this civilization was pretty advanced for, in my mind, what 99 AD would be. And that's when it ended. Woof. Yeah. Meow. The cats did it. <laughs> the cats had had enough of the human shenanigans in Pompeii uh, and yes. Herculaneum. And they were like, you're both toast. The cats did this. Yeah. They did this. When you look at your cat, when you get home tonight, just know. Yeah. What have they done? What have they done? Actually, I bet one cat in like Pompeii was like, oof, oof, oh, meow, 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 and got caught. And the feline Illuminati leaders <laughs> said, you've ruined us. The only thing we can do now is take out the entire town with ash from a volcano. There. Full circle. Hope you had fun today. (laughs) Happy episode eight, everybody. This is so fun to do. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you've subscribed to the podcast, thanks. If you're listening on your phone and you're just like 
you just seen what this whole thing's about? Tanks. Tanks. If you want to know more about Rants or myself, you can go to itsnotashow.com. You can listen straight from the website, or you can listen wherever you get your pods, like Apple or Stitcher or, I don't know, a billion of them, a billion of them at this point. Wherever you get your pods, you, you listen to it right there. Yeah. Additionally, hey, um, is there anything else to know, Rants, from us? Hey, if you're uh, if you're enjoying the show and you haven't done so already, we'd appreciate you giving us a review and a rating on the old Apple iPod stuff. Give us a, a five star and a sweet review, and let people know how cool this is. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who's spread the word already. Hey, and if you're a fan or friend and you want to turn in a debatable for us, and we'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. So it's not a show.com. You can turn in your submission. Additionally, hey, if you're a listener and you just have some opinions on some of the past episodes, debatables that we've had, feel free to write in that same spot. You can just turn that into the website and it'll be curated by our webmaster who will then see what, where you stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Bye. Bye.